This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome to Savor, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about feta cheese. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I have been on a bit of a feta kick lately, so this Ooh, is yeah? dovetailing very nicely. Oh, I yes. I feel like I should always be. <laughs> yes. And I am currently not. I've been into a pretty heavy, like, brie camembert kind of, mm. kind of situation, which is honestly sort of something that I'm always in the middle of. Um, but yeah. <sighs> Understood. It's just mm-hmm. real good. It's just real. Cheese is good. I like cheese. I like food. I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah, it makes sense for the show. <laughs> I'd be really sad otherwise. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, actually, on a day-to-day basis, eating is a pain in right, right in the rear. It's terrible that you have to do it every day. Yeah, yeah, it can be. And, you know, the procuring of the food. Uh, right? The making of the food. Oh, and every, and every day, like, come on, human body, what are you doing? Yeah. Right up there with sleep. No. Heck. Yeah. Why can't I sleep and then I'm still tired? That's ridiculous. Uh, But anyway, I do feel like, uh, you know, there's cheese epochs in our lives. Sure. Uh, And and they come and go. They change. But uh, I am in a feta one right now. I think because it's 
summery and I've yeah. been craving like chickpeas and tomatoes Ooh. and cilantro. So I like make a chickpea salad with feta. And oh, so that sounds lovely. Good. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like rewriting next week's shopping list. We'll, we'll work this out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was there any particular reason? Was it just time for a, a cheese episode? It was. It was just time for a cheese episode. I I was like, well, it's been a, a minute. Let's do cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, always. Always. Uh, and I do often think of the, we were at a, a food festival in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we had this watermelon feta I think there was some basil involved. Yeah, I think it was like a like a pressed watermelon, uh, like like bite, like just you know one of those little just 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 little single like amuse bouche style bites that mm. you get at these food festivals, and right, just like a little bit of feta and some pressed watermelon, and right, some kind of basil situation in there, and it was so good. And I don't, I'm not sure if I had ever had watermelon and feta and basil together. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was so, so lovely. So, like, aggressively lovely. <laughs> hmm <laughs> So refreshing and so much flavor packed into one bite. Yeah. Oh, because it was hot. Like, we were on a, a rooftop. On a rooftop, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Atlanta Food and Wine is a very, very, very lovely place to be and also very intense because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like most of it is just booze and <laughs> mm-hmm. and people who think it's funny if you get drunk in the middle of your work day so mm-hmm. uh hoofda yeah. it can be quite a lot <laughs> it can be you got to plan things out very well you do but a lot of the food and and the drinks are excellent oh yeah and i i have tried to look up how to make this watermelon i keep calling it salad so i don't know what it is but i keep trying <laughs> to look up how to make it and i can't find it exactly but Ooh, if anyone huh, has like right. a clue or a hint or a recipe that would be much appreciated yeah yes well uh, you can see many of our past episodes on cheeses we've done quite a few at this point we've done yeah. cheddar brie gouda gruyere ricotta cream cheese roquefort Mozzarella. I think some more that maybe I missed. We've done a lot. Yeah, that sounds like a list. Sure. I think it was a list. <laughs> I just don't know if it was. An, I'm not sure if it was complete. But I have no like, idea. <laughs> there's no way we could look this up either. Z- zero, zero ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is a mystery of history of the savor variety. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, well, this brings us to probably a number of questions, but maybe one specific one. Yes, I would agree. Uh, feta. <laughs> what is it? Well, uh, feta is a type of cheese that's uh, semi-firm and white and crumbly, but still tastes really smooth. Uh, it's a brined cheese, meaning that it's uh, it's aged in like a slightly acidic saltwater bath instead of being aged freestanding, which prevents a rind from developing and gives it a tangy, salty flavor. Uh, feta is traditionally made with sheep's milk, which gives it more tang and a sort of like savory barniness, like a little bit of like like peppery bite to it. Yeah, um, it's like a it's like if you just put too much flavor in your cheesecake 
and and it wound up being all like lemony and salty. Uh, it's like a, it's like if a pickle were made of cheese. Yeah, like less Ooh. crisp, like a like a cheese yeah. pickle, <laughs> pickled cheese. Yes, that is literally yeah. what it is. That's not even a metaphor. That's just that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. But still, I feel like it accomplishes it. it <laughs> <laughs> it, it accomplishes a lot for the brain and for the taste buds. Yeah. It tells a story. It tells a story. Well, I'm glad. That's what I'm looking to do here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, to, to, to go a little bit deeper here, let's start with some cheese basics. Uh, and I've done this like however many times we've done cheeses before. I'm not going to go super deep into the bacteria poop and everything today. But, uh, but okay, cheese is a way of preserving milk past its expiry date and making it more calorically dense and portable. Um, by getting some of the water content out of there and uh, condensing the, the the proteins and fats and flavors. Yeah. Um, feta is a type of cheese that has a protected designation of origin these days, which means that, uh, like with champagne, uh, where it can only be properly called champagne if it is produced with specific traditional methods in the Champagne region of France, uh, feta is only properly feta if it's made in particular ways in particular parts of Greece. Uh, and this is partially a marketing thing, partially a consumer protection thing, like so that you know what you're getting, and partially a producer protection thing, so that you're not like getting undercut by inferior products from who knows where. Mm -hmm. So making a proper feta involves grazing native breeds of sheep and maybe goats on local plants, and then collecting their milk seasonally. Um, feta can be up to like 30% goat milk, but mostly sheep in there, yeah. But at any rate, uh, once you've got your milk, it is coagulated or deemulsified, uh, either with friendly acid-producing bacteria or with rennet, uh, which is an enzyme that baby ruminants like sheep and goats uh, have to help them separate and digest milk in their stomachs. It can also be farmed in labs using microbes. Anyway, uh, the, the result is that a lot of the fats and proteins in the milk bundle up in curds, which can then be pressed into molds, and a lot of the water can be uh, strained and or drained off, leaving you right with the semi-firm cheese. It's then sliced and salted, uh, placed in containers like barrels and covered with brine, basically just salt water, and then um, aged or, uh, or ripened in a couple stages for at least two months, and I think usually less than a year. Uh, like two to nine months, I think, is the number that I saw out there, but I couldn't find a firm cap on the ripening time period. Just at any a rate. semi-firm one. <laughs> yeah. That's a, oh. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes, Lauren. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, uh, the feta is then uh, packaged and sold, uh, sometimes in a little bit of brine, sometimes canned in an oil, like an olive oil, uh, sometimes just uh, wrapped up by itself. Uh, you might put some herbs or spices in there, especially in the canned type. And yeah, uh, feta can be eaten fresh by itself or with other pickled products, uh, cut into salads, crumbled and stuffed into, I, I don't know, you know, whatever needs some cheese. 
crumbled into it. Uh, you can whip it up and mix it with seasonings to make spreads or dips. You can cook it into any number of savory dishes to add a creamy tang, uh, bake it into or onto savory or sweet breads and pastries. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Mm, mm, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about the nutrition? Uh, cheese is a nutritionally dense food. Uh, feta's got a good punch of protein, tends to be high in saturated fats and in salt. Uh, it's got a good spread of micronutrients. Like, you know, watch your portion sizes, eat a vegetable, drink some water. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I do feel like in my experience, and I could be totally wrong, and actually we're going to kind of counterpoint my point in a second. <laughs> I feel like when you eat feta, you don't eat a lot of feta. Um Hmm. You can, but I feel like a lot of times it's sort of a the, the like fancy thing you only get a little bit of in your yeah. salad or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I don't write. Like I usually don't sit down to like a whole block of feta the way that I sometimes do, kind of often do with other cheeses. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but. <laughs> but, you know, it's your mileage may vary depending on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true because uh, we do have some numbers for you. We do. We do. Okay. So feta makes up some 90% of the total production of cheese in Greece. And uh, Greece is the largest consumer of feta cheese as of 2007. And as of 2005, they make up over 75% of feta consumption in the European Union. Ah. <sighs> Um, according to Culture Magazine, which is a cheese magazine, cheese culture, get it? Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it is often eaten at every meal in Greece. Uh, right, right in. I've never been to there. So, yeah. Yes, please write in. Mm -hmm. uh, Greece also makes up around 30% of global exports. In 2013, the estimated value of the export of Greek cheese was around 287 million euros, and the industry employed thousands of people. I don't think that was specifically feta. Okay. But a lot of it was probably feta. Yeah, yeah, like like 90-ish percent, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, a number that I read from 2019 said that the market for feta was worth, like globally worth over $10 billion a year and growing. Um, wow. Yeah. Feta cheeses from Greece were exported to 35 countries over five continents by 2012. And apparently, um, exports amounted to around 30,000 tons per year as of 2013. Uh, Germany was consuming most of that, around 40%. Um, the UK and Italy were the next largest consumers with 14% and 12% of the export market, respectively. The United States was a little bit under that. Um, as of 2006, uh, we bought a collective 14.4 million pounds of feta cheese. Ooh. And according to yougov.com, at any rate, 2% of Americans say that feta is in fact their favorite cheese. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, feta cheese makes up 10% of Greece's food exports overall. Wow. Yeah. So big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Well... Historically, has it been a big deal? <laughs> mm. uh, short answer, yes. Long answer is coming at you as soon as we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsors.
This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So briefly, because yes, we have talked about this uh, many times uh-huh. in our past cheese episodes and our yogurt episode. Oh, right. Yeah, totally. Yes. Uh, cheese is thought to be an accidental discovery invented across multiple continents simultaneously and at multiple times, both. Mm-hmm. Um, the common story is someone traveling in heat and storing milk in an animal bladder container. They're, they're traveling along and presto, the movement, the temperature, the time equals cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus a little help with coagulation from, right, either those friendly bacteria that live all around us or those enzymes uh, that some animals' bodies make in order to help them digest milk. Yeah. Yes. Um, but also there's there's a plenty of legends about storing milk in cold caves or something like that. Um, depending on the cheese, that does that does make a difference in these origin stories. Of course. Um, and in the case of feta, you know, people, not all people had cold caves just laying about uh, to store their cheese in. So um, sometimes uh, 
humans developed brining methods to keep unfriendly microbes out and thus preserve their cheese for a few months or more, even in a slightly warmer, non-cave related <laughs> instances. That sounds like early, early like weather predictions, <laughs> weather forecast, non-cave conditions, warm. <laughs> okay, so the origin of feta specifically is tricky to pin down. I feel mm-hmm. like that should be a bingo space if it's not already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, according to food researcher and author Clifford A. Wright, uh, because feta, the word, doesn't exist in classical Greek, uh, this cheese may actually be Italian in origin. However, he mm. also notes that there is a brined cheese described in Homer's The Odyssey, written in the ninth century BCE, which I feel like The Odyssey comes up a lot in these episodes. Yeah. Too. Huh. Um, and this cheese may be an ancestor of feta cheese. In Greek mythology, the gods sent Apollo's son to teach the Greeks how to make cheese. I love that. Um, and sometimes feta is referred to as the oldest cheese in recorded history because of this. Again, I feel like there's a lot of arguments in gray areas oh, around yeah. what is feta, but yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I oh man, and now I wanna do now I wanna do a whole episode about the Odyssey. And I, yes. 100% go I feel like most of the food references in there are cannibalism. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, yeah. why not? Why not? Why not? We'll go places. We'll have discussions. <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, well, in the spirit of that, I did want to include the quote <laughs> from the Odyssey. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we entered the cave but he wasn't there. Only his plump sheep grazed in the meadow. The woven baskets were full of cheese. The folds were full of sheep and goats and all his pots, tubs, and churns where he drew the milk were full of whey. When half of the snow white milk curdled, he collected it, put it in the woven baskets, and kept the other half in a tub to drink. Why, my good ram, are you the last to leave the fold? You have never been left behind by the flock before. You are always first walking ahead to graze the tender sheets of grass. Huh. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, yeah, and this was um, the the Cyclops, by the way, who was making this cheese, this probable feta. Um, yeah, but again, I feel like we may have used this very same quote before to talk about the origin of another type of cheese. Um, well, it's well, possible. It's sure. Possible. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> it's, it's up for interpretation, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would love it, just a cheese interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> Of the Odyssey. That's that's this whole path we could go down. Oh, man. Culture Meg, get in touch with us. Yes, please. (laughs) Clearly, we're like, we like puns. So (laughs) I think we'll get along. No, heck. In the 14th century, a Venetian cookbook included two recipes for what could have been feta cheeses. Early feta cheeses are pretty close to how we view feta cheese today. Uh, These recipes indicated that their inspirations were from the island of Crete. One of these recipes specifically includes instructions for washing the cheese. Again, could be another cheese, but could Mm -hmm. be feta. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The word feta, meaning slice, uh, first appeared in the written record in the 17th century. This was most likely in reference to the practice of slicing this cheese in order to place it into barrels. Yeah, for the brining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, many Greeks migrated to different countries, including the United States, during the 20th century. And through that, their cuisine further spread around the world. And Greek communities were formed across the globe. And this bolstered feta's reputation and also the demand for feta. The international trade of this cheese blossomed. And in the 1930s, Greek officials laid out the rules and guidelines for what makes a cheese Feta uh, rules around the milk, um, the milk that was used and production methods went into effect in 1988. And yes, legally, feta has been subject to a lot of back and forth around protected designation of origins, or PDOs, as you mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier. Um, Basically, feta had this protected status as of 1996, and then it was revoked based on the argument that feta was a common term, and then it was later re-registered and ultimately reintroduced in 2002. So a lot of, like, argument around it. Mm -hmm. No, well, good for feta. Um, Good for feta. I I will say that she's got a boost in the United States in the early 2000s with the rise of the uh, so-called Mediterranean diet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we need to talk about viral feta recipes. Oh, no, I'm nervous. You're saying this very seriously. Okay. It is. It is very serious. Okay. All right. All right. The, and, and, and the one that you, dear listener, may be thinking about is not the one I'm going to start this story with because there was a uh, recipe blog post in Finland in February of 2019 for this dish of baked feta pasta. It's a real simple recipe. You just, like, put down a little bit of olive oil in a baking dish, uh, add a bunch of cherry tomatoes, some salt and pepper, some garlic, uh, maybe some other seasonings like uh, chilies or lemon zest, and plunk in a whole block of feta, like like seven ounces, like 200 grams of feta, like straight from the package. Just boop it right into the pan. Uh, Bake that at, like, 400 Fahrenheit, 200 Celsius for 15 minutes. Broil it for another 10 minutes. Pop it out of the oven. Mix it together. And that's your pasta sauce. You cook off your pasta separately, toss it with the sauce, maybe some fresh basil. So simple. So photogenic. Sounds so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sales of feta in Finland exploded like 300%. The recipe got 2.7 million views in a year and a half. Finland has like five and a half million residents. So. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh So this recipe went places. And it was not done. Oh, no. Uh, In February of 2021, a TikTok video featuring this recipe went viral in the United States and, like, low-key internationally. Um, Feta was suddenly the top search term on Instacart. Um, Demand for the cheese was up between 100 and 200 percent among different grocery chains. Um, There were hundreds of millions of views of over 45,000 videos featuring feta pastas within, like, a month. Wow. Like, <laughs> early early March, these numbers had happened. Um, it, it has been called the, potentially, the largest boost in interest in a dairy product in the history of the United States. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, baked feta... Pasta was a phenomenon. Now, this is the... I know we we throw out a lot of ideas on here, but the HBO Max series we need <laughs> is this. But I want it to be really serious. I want yeah. it to be 
so serious. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm in. I'm totally I'm in. in. There's and I actually. Try this. It sounds good. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right. I I never made it either. Um, and I and I keep meaning to. Um, because right, it just seems so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was actually a little bit of drama because um, like like to feed this HBO series because uh, I think there were like like before this post this blog post that went viral, there was another I think blog post recipe from Finland. That was basically the same thing that mm-hmm. didn't go nearly as far. And then not yeah. all of the like TikTok related stuff actually cites either of those people. So, right. Yeah. I mean, the copyright of recipes is a whole <laughs> thing we could dig into. Oh, That's yeah. A big one. But... Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I'm not saying it's going to be like Mrs. America, but, you know, like probably same cast. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, this this writes itself. <laughs> I I'm telling you, I'm picturing like dark neutral colors, just yeah. really like Real driving moody. music. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> at any rate, yeah. Uh, let us know about your own baked feta pasta. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Experiences. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, uh, Also in 2021, uh, research was published in a special issue of the journal Applied Sciences. It was the uh, Food Microbiology Dairy Products Microbiota issue, which I'm so excited about the existence (laughs) of. (laughs) I'm like, oh, did you did you know? (laughs) Was this written just for me? (laughs) Mm hmm. Did my birthday come early? (laughs) Um, Okay, but so anyway, yes, um, (laughs) this research, this team out of Greece had set about mapping the microbiome of feta. What they did was they took 23 samples of feta cheese produced in different regions around the country that had been aged um, three and six months and took a look at what microbial cultures were at work. Um, They found 31 species from 13 genera? Whoa. (laughs) What? Ah! Yes. (laughs) Ah, And this is just, I mean, aside from being exciting because I, you know, like microbes, um, this is really cool because it can help identify how fetas get their flavors and textures and anti-spoilage properties and, and other qualities. And also, like, what comes from the intentional addition of specific microbes versus what gets picked up as the cheese is made in different regions. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. See, I said we weren't getting that much into bacteria poop, but bacteria poop. We know you could never stay too far away, Lauren. Oh, it's never (laughs) far from my heart. (laughs) True. So true. I love it. I love it. What a good place to end on, because I think that's what we have to say about feta cheese for now. It is. Uh, We do have some listener mail for you, though, and we are going to get into that as soon as we get back from one more quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. 
Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with Listener Mail. For some reason, I have... I've had the Dexter's Lab theme song stuck in my head. Oh, all right. And then you were talking about like mapping cheese biomes, and I was like, "Well, yeah, there we go." Have to roll with it. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, so many of you have written in about Doctor Who, and this is very exciting. (laughs) Yay! Uh, (laughs) Yes, and we have one from Kelsey today. Um, Kelsey wrote. Lauren, Annie, you made an episode just for me. Thank you so very much. Okay, okay, I accept that not everything is about me, but Doctor Who is to me as Star Wars is to Annie. My favorite podcast covering the Doctor was infinitely satisfying, so seriously, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) One particular food-related moment that I love is in the episode Aliens of London. The scene involves Jackie, Rose's mom, in the kitchen with Mickey, Rose's on-and-off-again boyfriend, at his apartment. A Slothene attacks, and they defend themselves by dousing the alien fiend with all manner of vinegars and pickle brine. The mix of thrilling panic and comedically weaponized food is fantastic. (laughs) And yes, despite being meant as family entertainment, the Doctor is rather intense. I introduced my son to it, starting with the Christopher Eccleston season when he was eight. He loves Doctor Who, but requested we only watch it before noon. 
He is 10 now and doesn't cover his eyes as much anymore, but I am still careful to remind him it's fiction and we can turn it off anytime he wants. Uh. Allons-y. Um, <laughs> P.S. I have never verbally responded to my invisible friends on my evening dog strolls so much as I did listening to this episode of Savor. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. So many things oh. to love about this message. Like, I love that your son looks like, we have to watch it before noon. Yeah. No, legit. Else. Yeah. You gotta put some boundaries in place. Yeah. Uh, safety precautions. And yeah. also, yes, that is an excellent food moment. Um, I remember that episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why? Not? And it fits with our feta, you know, it discussion. It does. But why not throw vinegar and pickle brine at somebody? That gets in your eyes. Oh, yeah. Game over. <laughs> Game over. You're no. right. <laughs> no matter what planet you're from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, Victoria wrote, My dad once told me the story of a birthday he had when he was little, like around 10 years old. So this would have been in the late 50s or early 60s. When his birthday party plans were being discussed, my Nana asked what dessert he wanted to serve at his party. My dad said he wanted Jello. My Nana said, okay, and what type of cake to go with the Jell-O? So my dad clarified, no cake, no ice cream, just Jell-O would be available. Fast forward to the birthday party, and there were a bunch of disappointed kids who were expecting cake. Needless to say, the following years, Jell-O was not on the party menu. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, but you knew what he knew what he wanted. Yeah. And I really love the specificity of there will be no cake. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. My party. Yeah. Jello. Right. <laughs> no, I love that. And I, and I and lo- I and I think that that's really the element that is like clearly brought this into like the halls of history that right. Yeah. You, right. Oh, I love this this type of family story. This like slightly embarrassing. <laughs> right. Tale mm-hmm. of that someone's childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think I responded and said, look, I'm going to be real. If I had showed up to this birthday party, I would not have been happy either. <laughs> it was only Jell-O. <laughs> but kids, you know, we have a fun way of making all desserts about us. So Only uh, only kids? Just, just... <laughs> I see, Lauren. I see. <laughs> no, you're right. That is an excellent point, actually. Hmm. We might have reached a deep truth. Yeah. it's Dessert is a very personal thing. It's true. It's true. And I love our contentions and opinions around them where we're like, <laughs> no cake, jello. And yeah. And that, and that shall be all. <laughs> yes. You'll like it or you'll leave. Yeah. The 10-year-old <laughs> has spoken. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. It really is. Uh, well, thanks to both of those listeners for writing. If you would like to write to us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at SaverPod, and we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. 
So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below-market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.